The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is VSIN Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Two of VSIN final countdown live from the South Point in Las Vegas. I'm Stormy Bonatoni alongside Matt Brown as we continue to roll through every single game on the week 18 slate in the NFL, the final week of the regular season, and a lot on the line, including this next game that we go to Jets and Dolphins going head to head. Jets were favored in this matchup, but now we have seen that lines flip to Miami, a minus three home favorite. They need a win and a Patriots loss to get into the playoffs. And this one will be Skylar Thompson taking on Joe Flacco. Who'd have thought this would be the quarterback matchup that we have, but here we are, Matt Brown. Yeah. I mean, this is, this is what we all thought here in week 18 <laughs> for, 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 a team, for a team that's actually still in the playoff <laughs> yeah. hunt. Yeah, just 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 like we thought. I mean, this this Jets team is, I mean, I guess if we want to look at some real angles to play, I mean, it was a team that we saw just completely collapse. Everyone, you know, thought that, oh, maybe this was the year they were going to get into the playoffs. Obviously, that did not happen. They just couldn't get anything done down the stretch. And now you come into this game with nothing to play other than spoiler, et cetera, et cetera, with Joe Flacco taking over as quarterback. Now, the one thing I guess we could look at here would be that you do have Garrett Wilson that is in the mix for rookie of the year. If you could take anything from this season, if you were the Jets, Sauce Gardner's got it on lock for defensive player of the year. Like that is happening for sure. If you could have both offensive players of the year, I mean, both both players of the year, rookies of the year, um, from defensive side and for the offensive side, that would at least be something to take away maybe from the season. Hey, we drafted really well. We had both the rookies of the year, you know, whatever. That's at least something. Does does Did they just lock on Wilson? Does he get 15 targets in this game or whatever to try to get him, you know, some sort of massive stat line to where maybe it makes it hard for the voters to just give it to Ken Walker? Like, I, I don't know. I'm just – I'm like searching for angles here to, to bet this game because it's just – it seems like it should be a slam dunk for the Dolphins. There's other injuries for the Jets as well that I saw coming through the Twitter mm-hmm. timeline of other starters that aren't going to be playing for them in this game. But you do have the fact that it's still Skylar Thompson taking yeah, the field, that's what I was right? Like, and I'm like, 
this quarterback matchup in general, like, are we sold? Skylar Thompson's better than Joe Flacco? I don't know. No, I don't think I don't we think are. So. I don't know. I don't so, think we are. Are we are we sold that Skylar Thompson's better than the neck? I mean, like, I mean, seriously, Glennon might be better than he is. We might see Glennon by the second half if this is like going south. So I, I don't know. I mean, I, the only thing I can think of is if you're the Jets, like, how do you take something out of this season? I mean, you're you've basically admitted that your draft pick from two years ago failed. I mean, you you're going to have to move on. You have to figure out what you're going to do with that position moving forward. But you can at least point and say, like, look what we did here, and like we got these guys, and like this is something to build on. I, I don't know. May, I think we're looking at at least a at least a ch- a a chance in which Garrett Wilson is going to try to put up like just a you know just a massive massive. Game. You know, one of the weird things, though, when I was looking at this, because I'm like, okay, could this could this be a thing? Could he do it? Or, so Chris Olave is 30 to 1. Where, so Garrett Wilson's tw- two, plus 210. Chris Olave's 30 to 1. Chris Olave's played two fewer games than Garrett Wilson. He has like 34 yards fewer receiving and one less touchdown. And like, and he's 30 to 1 to win rookie of the year. And then Wilson is plus 210. It's, it's, it's crazy. Like, I guess it's just yeah. maybe the Jets were just a little bit more in the news cycle or something for longer or whatever it might be. But yeah, Olave was only like 30 something yards behind and one touchdown behind. And he played two fewer games than Wilson did. All right. That's interesting. Yeah. I didn't really, yeah, I didn't even, I honestly, that wasn't even on my radar because yeah. no offense, I'm not really like looking at the Saints yeah. that intently yeah. these days. Although maybe I should be because they've well, won I was, Well, I was just more looking at like, okay, is this like dead set if he yeah. goes for no, 100, 140 yards in this game or something or whatever, it's his. And I was like, oh, he's only like a little bit ahead of Olave who played two fewer games. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. No one's betting 30 to one on Olave. Well, I need the Dolphins to get it done regardless uh, for one of my futures bets to come home. I need the Dolphins to finish second in the division and there is still hope for that to come through but two teams in the Jets and Miami both riding five game losing Mm -hmm. streaks so somebody's gotta win in this spot speaking of the Saints might as well Mm -hmm. head to the NFC South Saints taking on the Carolina Panthers this week three and a half point favorites against Carolina total sitting 42 Saints just took way too long to turn it on here at the end of the season they've actually been playing well these last couple of games their defense has been playing better and then Carolina in a spot here Back-to-back Roan games after being eliminated, having a lead and blowing it. Imagine it's got to be hard for that squad to be motivated here. Yeah, I just, uh, for me, this, uh, can you lay three and a half with the Saints? I mean, like, that's that's basically all this comes down to. The Panthers play, have played at least decently over the last month. If it was month. a three, would you feel better about uh, it? Not, not, I, I don't think at this point I really want to be laying any points with the Saints, like, at all. I mean, so this, unlike a lot of these other games where it's like, okay, team A, something to play for, team B, nothing to play for, so you can at least kind of, like, put that into the equation. This is full-on nothing to play for for either one of these teams. The Saints don't have a first-round pick, so it doesn't matter if they win or lose or any kind of anything like anything like that, right? So you're not going to get a better draft position if you lose or whatever. Carolina's way down at, like, nine, so it's not like they're going to get into that spot where they might could get one of the elite quarterbacks either, even though they're going to be in the quarterback market just like the Saints would have been had they had a first-round pick. So in in a game like this where there's absolutely no motivation for either side, I mean, I probably would, if I had to bet it, I would probably take the points with the Panthers just because I'm getting more than a field goal, but that would be, like, and the could, only answer. Could you think that on the Carolina side maybe – like Steve Wilkes, if you hope or want him to be your head coach, the could there be something there? Seem like if you if you believe the beat writers, the players love him apparently, right, and want him to get yeah. the job full time. So there's at least maybe that that's at least ah angle that we could look at in this thing. You know, I mean, like that because there isn't one on on the New Orleans side, right? I mean, mm-hmm. it's they're going to be in the quarterback market some way, shape, or form. They are going to be looking at like you know basically a complete rebuild of the offense from from the ground up considering they didn't get hardly any time with all the guys out on the field really at all. I mean, there's nothing to take from this season for the Saints, right? I mean, like nothing at all, really. How do you walk away looking at Dennis Allen this season? Can, can you? I mean, can you really even assess if he had like a good year or not, right? I mean, horrible quarterback play. Uh, thought you were going to have Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas doesn't, whatever. Alvin Kamara's banged up half the year as well. Lobby has to miss a couple of games due to his his stuff. I mean, just it, this game's kind of, this season's just kind of a yeah, wash and you, like see yeah. what you can do to get better. Yeah, it's in like a how do you even? Next year. Yeah, I mean, the only thing the Saints would do in the offseason is if Sean Payton really and truly did want to come back for whatever reason, they would take him back, obviously with with open arms. But that'd be about it. 
So uh, Browns are headed to Pittsburgh. They're going to take on the Steelers this week. Steelers still with a slim chance to earn one of those spots in the playoffs. Um, this total sitting 40 Steelers, a two and a half point favorite. And, and I do want to get the betting perspective on this game. Of course, that's our priority here. But I think kind of under the radar all day in the news cycle is this Genevian Clowney mess of him yeah. talking to reporters yesterday saying, yeah, 95% chance I don't want to be here. His, like, position coach saying, yeah, he refused to play on first and second downs. He was only playing on third downs. He said it was because it's an injury, but clearly it's not because of an injury. And then he gets kicked out of practice today. Yeah. Like, what is happening there? Send him on home. Send him on Send home. Send him home? Yeah, yeah they're like, like, hey, crazy. You go on, get on. So, not likely – that he's going to suit up for this one. I would know. <laughs> I would say a near 100% chance he is not going like, to suit up wild. for this one for sure. I, so, look, we're, we're looking at a total of 40. We were talking about is there a dance partner maybe if you wanted to play the Bills in a teaser. Getting the, getting the Browns up to eight and a half. I mean, when we talk from a motivational standpoint, yes, Pittsburgh is still in the playoff picture and they need to win this game. But if you're the Browns too, I mean, you just you, – you spent – $200 million on a quarterback, right? Like you, you, who didn't get to play the majority of the season. You need to see, you need to get him even as many reps as humanly possible, as much game time as humanly possible. Try to build off of what at least a little bit was going on last, you know, the last week in which they put together the first, I guess, decent performance of the year for them. The defense actually, which was one of the worst defenses in the league for the first half of the season, really did find something over the last half of the season and start to play a little bit better as well. So, I mean, it seemed like, a very slow build to the Browns, at least being not a bottom feeder. So if you're going to give me eight and a half and a total of 40 mm. against a Steelers team that really is just not built to, to blow out anybody. Right. I mean, they're just really not, they're not a They're not a high powered offense that has a bunch of splash plays or anything like that. They're not really the type of team that you're going to look up and say like, Oh, here come, you know, come Monday, we're going to go, Oh, Steelers won by, you know, one by 24 against the Brown. Like that's just not mm -hmm. a very likely scenario. So I think this might be if you are, you know, wanting to get in on on the teaser game this week, that might be the, the the partner for the Bills. Two very different teams from when they played earlier this season in week three and the Steelers uh fell twenty-nine to seventeen, but that was a case where Mitch Trubisky was the starting quarterback on one side and Jacoby Brissett the quarterback mm -hmm. on the other. So uh interesting dynamics here. And if you're the Browns though, I mean, let's just Call a spade a spade. Not only did you severely overpay with the guaranteed money that you have for Deshaun Watson, but then seeing the performance mm -hmm. that he's had the back half of the season since coming back from that suspension, you're probably not the most thrilled with your asset at this point. Yes, no, absolutely. That so, offense has looked pretty anemic here. And obviously, like, you hope moving forward for the Browns' sake that – things get better next year and you can build on things. But I mean, it's been ugly. And that's why I think that you're going to get a full on effort out of this team sure. this week, yeah, because I get that. it's like, you kind of gotta, you gotta have something, right? I mean, like it, again, this is a guy that didn't play football for two, basically for two years. So every snap for him is, is, important. is, is important, right? I mean, every, I mean, and you guarantee the dude $200 million, right? I mean, like you're, you are stuck with him, you know, come, come hell or high water here. So you've got to try and move that in the right direction, which is why like, I don't know if I'm going to hold my nose and play it this week because I do kind of just like what I have in the Bills and Bengals. But, I mean, if I if I did want to add to the card half a stake maybe, not even a full bet or something, I mean, this would certainly be a game that I would, would be looking at. Yeah, it makes sense to get that many mm -hmm. points with the total sitting at the number that it is. Again, the Steelers can clinch a playoff berth with a win and losses by the Dolphins and Patriots. So they need a little bit of help. But Mike Tomlin here looking to get over 500 yet again. For the Pittsburgh Steelers, despite the way that early in this season played out with his rookie quarterback, Kenny Pickett, mind you. Um, we are going to take a quick timeout. When we come back, still more games to get through. Chargers, Broncos, Giants, Eagles, Cardinals, Niners, and a whole lot more. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Welcome back to VSIN Final Countdown. We're helping you make some bets in week 18. But before you make your next wager, make sure you check out vsin.com and look at our current betting splits data. You want to know where the money and bets are moving for every game? That page is updated with DraftKings odds every 10 minutes. So you can see all the changes in action. Find out where the public's betting based on the number of tickets, where the money doesn't match public opinion. And it's for not just the action coming up each day, but future events as well. Betting splits. Another way, VSIN's here to make you a more informed, better year round. Check out today's splits for every game at VEASAN.com. Rolling along here. Welcome back. Time to get into that I, over here on the West Coast. It's the early afternoon slate, the 4.25 p.m. Eastern time kickoff games. Not necessarily the sexiest of matchups. You know, we got a couple really mm-hmm. big favorites in this game. We got a game where maybe the starters aren't going to play for particularly long, if at all. But let's start there with Chargers, Broncos, L.A. getting three points in the Mile High City. I would really like Justin Herbert to play, play a full game, play a productive Mm -hmm. day, get them yards for my season, win total over his yardage prop. But, you know, I've accepted that that's not going to be the case here. Most likely not. So this is a pretty big deal if you haven't been paying attention from a seeding standpoint. So in the AFC, the five seed is actually massive, right? Because that means you get either the Titans or the Jags and you avoid the Chiefs, Bills, Bengals, right? So this is huge to get the five seed. They are the five seed currently. Now they can clinch it with a win over the Broncos. However, they might not need it because in the early window, so long as the Bengals take care of business, as we just mentioned, nine, nine and a half point favorites. Which we believe they are going to do. Nine, nine and a half point favorites. Then they're locked in to that five seed. Now we did get some, some, something from Brandon Staley yesterday on this and basically told us what we figured, which would be if they don't got to play players, ain't going to play players. He said, this is a case by case nature of the players. I think that is the approach we're going to take in terms of whether or not to sit them. If there's something that we feel like would be a good decision, we will take that. And let's just look at it this way. You have a quarterback in which battled injury, you know, for the majority of the beginning of the season, you have a, your number one wide receiver who didn't play the majority of the season due to a bad hamstring injury. You have a wide receiver two that missed several games with an ankle injury. You have a slight running back in Austin Eckler who is prone to injuries, at least over the the course of the, the last few years as well. This is, it's, the writing is on the wall, right? Like, if he does not have to play his players, he's not going to play his players in this game, which is why we're sitting with this number that we have right now. This number with the Broncos as three, three and a half point favorites is predicated on what you, what we just said. Everyone assumes Cincinnati's going to win. And with that, you're going to get the Broncos, the Broncos are going to get the B squad from the Chargers, which is why we have this number where it's sitting right now, which makes this game completely and utterly unbettable at all. 
unless we're sitting there in that early window and for whatever reason, we're midway through the fourth quarter and the most unlikely scenario of, of unlikely scenarios and the Ravens are beating Cincinnati. And if that's the case, I will be taking the three on the chargers mm-hmm. all day long. I will be sprinting and breaking my fingers to get plus three with the chargers in this game, like all day long money lines, everything I can get like every, every anything I can get my hands on. But that's really the only way to kind of view this game because again, Staley all but told us he's going to sit the starters. If yeah, you know, he, if he used the to. word considering, but like the writing is on the wall here, certainly. And I think this is what's frustrating. And we've talked about it a lot over the course of the last couple of days with the way that the schedule has played out in so many instances, you're just setting yourself up for situations where Mm -hmm. the result of a game doesn't matter now, which makes it typical, like very difficult to bet from Mm -hmm. our perspective. So this is just one of those games that is wait and see until you get closer to game time. You know what happens in the early window. And look, if somebody, this is going to move. So this is kind of like a, a protect themselves number right now, whatever, like, cause if the chargers are going to sit, I mean, this is going to move off the three. I mean, it's going to be three and a half, four, four and a half, something mm-hmm. like that in favor of the Broncos. So if someone, if you want to come and make the case to me that I'm going to lock up, I mean, I'm not doing it. I'm just saying, if you wanted to make the case to me, you wanted to put a Broncos minus three ticket in your account because you are pretty sure Cincinnati's going to win and you are pretty sure you're going to get the B squad for the Chargers. It would be hard for me to talk you off of it because again, the Chargers are going to be out there just going through the motions, not trying to get anybody hurt. They have a game to play that next mm-hmm. week, right? Against and, and a very winnable game at that against either the Titans or the Jags. So I am I wouldn't talk you off the ledge for that at all, but not probably not going to make my Just account. yeah, unplayable for yeah. me at this point. Uh, we do have a pair of two touchdown favorites also in this afternoon window starting with the Giants and Eagles. New York already is locked in that 6 seed in the NFC. Eagles looking to potentially still clinch uh you know, they've had two weeks to do it, mm-hmm. haven't been able to do it, unfortunately, but now a, a 14-point favorite, so the expectation is that they're going to win the division, they're going to be the top seed in the NFC, um, just crushed the Giants a few weeks ago, rushing for over 250 yards. Nick Sirianni did say that Jalen Hurts is trending in the right direction for Week 18. He's officially listed on the injury report as questionable, but all signs really pointing to him returning in the starter spot. Yeah, and Brian Dayball basically walked off of his of what he was saying earlier on in the week where he was saying, oh, you know, whatever, we're going to get him out there. We're going to play. The-. No, he is not playing his starters the, the, this week at all. I mean, zero, absolutely zero motivation for this team, zero motivation factor. And not only that, from a, from a can't improve standpoint, honestly, a team that has been as beat up as this Giants team has all season long, like he should understand of all coaches in this league of why you don't play players unnecessary snaps because one Weird. It doesn't matter if you only play Saquon five snaps in this game. One weird thing happens to him and it's over, right? Daniel Jones, you play him two series. It doesn't matter. Like he hits a pinky on a helmet. It's over for you. So this is lines appropriate. I get it. I don't know if it's even, honestly, I don't know if it's even big enough, to be honest with you. Like, I mean, the the Eagles are going to try to win. Their, their B team is probably much better than the Giants. B team, you know, so even if the Eagles do put in backups at some point in the second half, it's probably still a superior squad to what the Giants are going to roll out there anyway. So it's like for me, I think if you go back a couple of weeks when the Giants were playing their starters, they got housed. And so now it's going to be yep. their backups. I, I can't see it being any anything other than one-way traffic in this game. Uh, a 14th win would be a franchise record for the Eagles. We'll see if they get it done and do end up covering that number, which, it, I mean, feels very likely, uh, especially mm-hmm. when you want to wash the bad taste out of your mouth from these last couple of weeks as well. And Jalen Hurts. Important for him, you would imagine, just to get a little bit of the rest off before the playoffs mm-hmm. as well, um, dealing with that injury. Nick Sirianni was a favorite to win Coach of the Year on Wednesday. Today, it's Kyle Shanahan. To me, Brian Dable is the Coach of the Year. All plus 225 yeah. odds are shorter. And did you see the stuff with Sean McDermott? He was 80-1, to 1, now 10-1 to 1 at DraftKings. Yeah, I'm guessing people are doing that 
the thought process of, of this week. Yes, yes, yes. People are betting emotionally. He's not going to win coach of the year. That like, was just. It's not going to happen. I mean, like, even for that thought process, which, like, I get to an extent, yeah. that is a dramatic move. And this, the Brian Dayball move, look, I respect some of these media personalities out there or whatever who have big followings and whatnot. The the Brian Dayball move is based nothing on is based nothing on but money rolling in on Dayball because there's been this campaign online for Brian Dayball. Listen, I've been saying it for two I've been saying it for six weeks that I thought it was him, but that's just not going to play out either. They're gonna give it to Shanahan or Sirian. It's gonna be one of the two. I don't think Dayball gets the the benefit of the doubt here just because, look, you can sit here and all of the points that are being made about Brian Dayball, I mean, kind of you can still, you could make about Doug Peterson as well, right? I mean, like you really could if you want to go that direction, right? I mean, it's a team that was bad the year before, now coming back, could win. I mean, and, and, and if anything, the case would be a little bit stronger for Peterson if they do end up winning the division and all I get's a team that, that wins the division, all that type of stuff, but... With Shanahan being the short shot, that makes the most sense to me now mm-hmm. at this point, given the fact that he has gone in three different quarterbacks, tons and tons and tons of injuries along the way. Now, I understand that the team is is stacked when it comes to, to talent, but you're still having key pieces in and out of the lineup each and every single week. There, he has done a very good coaching job for this team, and I think at this point it, it, it should probably – well, actually, I should say I think he will win it. I think okay. the most – magician coaching job, you know, the magical coaching job was Dayball somehow taking this team of misfits and turning mm-hmm. it into a playoff team, but I don't think that's going to be enough when it's all said Nick and done. Sirianni was an odds-on number, and then the way that these past two weeks have played mm-hmm. out with Jalen Hurts apparently being, like, the key factor that has made this team look one way or another, his coaching side of things have taken a step back. And, yeah, I, I understand the love toward Kyle Shanahan because think about how many seasons that the 49ers have had where those injuries have derailed their mm-hmm. season and that hasn't happened in this case. And Brock Purdy starting five games, winning each one of them as the final pick in this past season's NFL draft as a rookie. So um, a lot of impressive things that have happened for the 49ers to this point. We do have to discuss that game with the Cardinals. That's coming up. Speaking of those 14 point favorites, the 49ers are one of them this week against Arizona. So we'll get to that game and plenty more here. This final half hour. Thanks for joining us. Vison final countdown more to come in a bit. with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber for just $79. Get access to everything we do from now through the big dance. Sign up today. You'll also receive 20 bucks to buy VSIN sports betting hats, shirts, and mugs, all of the great gear on our online store. Only VSIN Pro subscribers get access to the daily recap of top plays made from VSIN show hosts and guests. You get betting splits, you get betting reports. This is a limited time offer, though, so sign up now and get VSIN Pro access through the end of March Madness at VSIN.com slash subscribe. We are getting set. For the final week of the NFL regular season, week 18 is upon us. We just wrapped up some conversation talking about coach of the year where Kyle Shanahan, 49ers head coach, is now the current favorite, plus 175. San Francisco taking on the Arizona Cardinals this weekend as a 14-point favorite. San Francisco does still have a slim chance. If the Eagles mess around, and mess things up this weekend, which I know is unlikely, but the one seed yeah. is still out there for the taking um, should the 49ers win and the Eagles lose. San Francisco on a nine-game win streak, 7-2 and two against the number, including that come-from-behind win Sunday against the Raiders. That said, didn't love how their defense looked against Jared Stidham, but that's just me. 49ers still shouldn't have any problem in this one. David Blau under center for Arizona. DeAndre Hopkins will not play. No James Conner. Cardinals on a six-game losing streak. They're not in the playoffs. They have four wins on the season. You're going to have a bunch of Arizona backups playing one of the league's best teams. And apparently, uh, Elijah Mitchell and Debo Samuel are both going to play in this game. Um, not Personally, we were talking about a little bit in the commercial break. I wouldn't like to see Debo trotted out there, given that he's been dealing with various injuries throughout the course of the season, and you want him to be at 
full, like his best possible caliber once you get to the postseason versus risking him in a largely meaningless game. But you said it might make a little bit of sense to get him some chemistry with Purdy. Yeah, I think, I mean, I would imagine maybe just a few series, right? Just to kind of like get the rust off, maybe just a We've just a talked so much all day about freak accidents and what can happen. Yeah. I'm like, don't do it to Debo. Yeah, I know. Thank you also for the long lead into this as I, I was try. battling with my phone, trying to get a bet in. I don't know what was going on. It was, so some of them want you to have the internet on, some of them want it off, whatever. Mm-hmm. Most of them want it off. So I had it off. And then the site was like, hey, why don't you have your Wi-Fi on? I'm like, because most of you don't <laughs> want the Wi-Fi on. And I whatever. I like and I had to turn about the Wi-Fi back on. I feel like I've got it down to a science now when I see you looking upset at your phone. I'm just like, all right, it I'm just, just going to talk just, for a while. It was so annoying. Like, <laughs> it popped up and it goes like, hey. And then here's and then it was like condescending message where it was like telling me how to turn the Wi-Fi on on my phone. And I'm like, <laughs> I know how to turn the Wi-Fi on on my own damn phone. Like, you don't have to do that, like, a betting app. Just, just work when I want it to work. If anyone was wondering, I was betting Novak Djokovic to win the Australian Open um, um, in in the futures market, Carlos Alcaraz has withdrawn due to injury, so it is wide, 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 wide open for Novak. It's basically between him and Medvedev, so it's like you could almost just bet those two and feel good about what's going on. While we're on non-NFL sports, you want to give us an update on the century as well? What's going on in the PGA? Other are than my guys making Z- birdies? Is that what you're than asking? Xander Schauffele pulling out and not being in the tournament anymore. Yes. So that is, that is something for sure. Xander did pull out. So he is a withdrawal. Only 37 players now left in this tournament. Uh, John Rom, Colin Morikawa, JJ Spawn, all of these guys have not teed off yet. Tom Kim, they all went eight or nine under. So they, they have not teed off yet. Brian Harmon, Having a day, three under, finds himself at eight under. Jordan Spieth at two under on the day, finds himself at eight under as well. Scotty Scheffler moving up into the mix here. The low round of the day, Luke List at five under. He is now T8 at seven under as well. But we do have a lot of guys that are just now uh, getting going in this thing. So we will uh, right. we will certainly be rooting on Tom Kim, I guess, at this point because he seems to be my best chance at cashing it out right this week. Good so stuff. So let's do this, Tom Kim. One let's of, go, buddy. One of Matt's New Year's resolutions was to get that much deeper in his PGA betting. Get something, mowed down. Yeah, something you've had a lot of success in in the past, but just want to – Continue mo that dollars. role. Yeah, mo, mo, do, mo, mo dollars. Hey, mo money, mo problems, mo though, as they say. So dollars. maybe, eh. yes. um, But as I was saying before, though, 49ers and Cardinals wrapping up their season against each other in NFC West, quote-unquote, battle. Um, there have been good battles in the past. Don't expect this to be one. No. I don't <laughs> know how you feel good about betting this game. I just, I just don't know how you feel good about betting this game. I mean, it's the it, – it, okay, do you want an angle? Do we, I would do we, love do, an like, angle. Do we want to stroll down Narrative Street? How about J.J. Watt's final game? What Whenever they post the props, like, J.J. Watt to record a sack. What I like do you that. Think? What do you think? I actually like, really like that. Like, be, it's his final game. I think that Shanahan is classy enough that they would almost give him, like, an honorary sack. Like, if he didn't get one throughout the course of the game, you know what I'm saying? Like, like let him go. Like, one of those little, like, quarterback falls down and then he touches him and he gets credit for the sack or something. Like, I almost think that that's even in play. Like, I th- honestly do. I think that's, like, not off the off – the... I wonder what that number is going to be when those props come out. I don't know. I don't I don't know. Because I'm sure get... they'll ha- – yeah, they'll have one. And I was going to say, like, props are going to be posted later this week than, than normal um, – they are out for a couple of the Saturday, you know, for one of the Saturday games or whatever. But as we know, this is just such an information-based week mm-hmm. and everything. So they'll be out a little bit less than – I mean, a little bit later than normal. But I, I think that's the only way I can play this game. I like – I will bet on the narrative that J.J. Watt gets a sack in this game okay. and or legitimately or handed to him one way or the <laughs> other uh, to thank him for an incredible career. And honestly, everything you hear about the dude, he's like – fantastic right I mean like seriously like everything you hear about the dude he's like so cool in the community and all the different things like that so I worked the guaranteed rate bowl in Mm -hmm. Phoenix a couple weeks ago and I was super excited because I was thinking that JJ Watt was going to be there because it was Wisconsin taking on Oklahoma State James Conner ended up being there oddly Mm -hmm. enough because he had ties to the um, Wisconsin coaching staff because they used to be at Pitt. There's a whole okay. thing. Um, but it also ended up being the same day that he announced his retirement. So when I was talking to James on the field, he was like, yeah, he wanted to be here, but uh, laying a little bit low today. Yeah, yeah. So, Didn't want to draw any additional attention yeah, to him. He's like, I'm just going to stay home for this one, not yeah. have to deal with 
talking to people like me, which I do not blame him one bit. But yeah, that'll be that'll be interesting. I I like that angle a lot. I will say if you are even contemplating laying the number with San Francisco that with Brock Purdy at quarterback, five straight wins, three of those wins have been by 16 or more points. So they have had success blowing some teams out here. Um, Let's keep going through Mm -hmm. the afternoon and keep it in the NFC West. Why not Rams at the Seattle Seahawks, Seattle, a six point favorite and still with a shot themselves to sneak into the playoffs. If things do fall their way, Um, despite a stretch of bad football lately, did have success, kind of got back to their winning ways this past week. Granted, it was against the Jets, so that's on you, how you view that win. But a uh, near touchdown favorite here at home. So I feel, I feel like six is a little bit too much for the Seahawks, basically in any game. And now you get a Rams team. And unlike some of these other teams where we say, okay, nothing to play for. These are guys that are, you know, booking their trips to Cancun and stuff and like, trying to get out of here. You do have a Rams team where it's basically a whole bunch of dudes that actually do have stuff to play for because they're all backups. Like, all the big-name players are all hurt, and they're all gone. And so you got Baker Mayfield playing for either the backup role in L.A. Listen, I know Matthew Stafford said he's coming back, but, I mean, look, this is a spine thing and the arm thing and all the stuff. Like, I mean, like... I don't know if he can just definitively say he's coming back next season. So who knows? I mean, like maybe Baker's even playing to to take this team over for a season or something, you know, over the course of the year. And then again, like we mentioned, all the big receivers are out, defensive side of the ball, some of the big names, all you know, few of the big names are out. So these are dudes that are actually have stuff to play for, right? I mean, like like locking up roster positions next year if they get cut, at least putting stuff on tape for you know for for teams next year and things like that. So I think the Rams actually put an effort out into this one. I don't think it's like show up and just be completely dead. So I would not be laying points here with Seattle. If anything, I'd be taking points with the Rams. And I think from a contest perspective, it's probably what I'm going to do in this one. And I, I think you get a pretty good effort here from, from them. And I, I mean, I don't know if this is something that you really take into mm-hmm. account much, but I think at least within this division, there is something to having the opportunity to play spoiler Mm -hmm. and like being able to knock out another one of your teams that's in the division that could get into the playoffs and say, actually, nope, you're going to stay home. Just like we're staying home. Yeah. No, I, yeah, no, I I'm with you. I I think that there is at least something to all the, and again, especially from maybe that wouldn't play for the guys that are out there every single week or something like that. But like, again, these backups, like, Hey man, let's go knock them out of the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? Like, nothing better to do. I mean, like, let's go knock them out of the playoffs or whatever. You know, like it's that might mean something to some of these second team guys as opposed to, to you know, some of these longtime vets or whatever. So I, I'm I'm with you. I, I think that's a little bit too much. And actually, as we sit here, I see just a couple of flashes on the screen. There there's five and a half starting to pop. Mm-hmm. So if you if you do want to take a piece of the Rams at that semi key number of six, you might want to go ahead and do it because it seems like at least like, one, two, three three of the books out there. There's some support mm-hmm. coming in now for for the Rams, and that six is leaving. You just saw it on your screen, but Seattle, even if they win, still do need a little bit of help. You need Green Bay to lose, obviously, because for them, it's win, and they're in in the NFC playoff picture. Detroit dealing with a similar situation. Um, they need to beat Green Bay and for Seattle to lose for them to get that final spot. Um, TBD, how things play out with that Seahawks-Rams game for the motivation level that we're going to see in the Sunday night game with Green Bay and the Lions going head-to-head. We'll cover that game as well as Cowboys-Commanders as we wrap up the Week 18 slate next. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about 7 minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. It's been a while since I said it's the final countdown. We're having some fun. It is until you're heading, heading on vacation here in, in just a matter of minutes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Matter Win- of minutes. Remember, everybody, winter sports. In full swing in Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is your home for the latest lines, odds, and boosts. Whether you're a football, hockey, or hoops fan, Bet Rivers has you covered. You can join them every week for their promotions like the hockey, first goal insurance, Sunday football, parlay insurance, and more. It's a whole new game. And I am not heading on vacation. Enough. I mean, yeah. heading over, like, you can hit hitting the beach tomorrow. And then, uh, and, I'm not and, and, hitting, and, the hit, beach. hitting the beach, hitting the beach tomorrow, maybe the boardwalk on Sunday, something like that, you know, whatever. For anyone who is unaware, mm-hmm. I will be working, uh, as the in stadium MC at the national championship on Monday. And I'm doing some work for sec network covering Georgia tomorrow at media day. So I am working. So if you're there, come say hi, Yeah. obviously get an autograph and <laughs> all that. So she'll much. bring some headshots that she'll sign for you and all the things like that. So come do all these, come, come do all these this things. This is my nightmare. I'm just saying, this is what, just come scream at her. Like, Hey, I want that autograph. Just and like whatever. that. Yeah. Um, what we are doing here today um, is going through every single game on the week 18 slate. Final week of the regular season. If you missed any coverage, you want to see what our opinions were on each game. This is a show that is downloadable in podcast form as well. VEASAN best bets, VEASAN.com slash podcast. You can also find the VEASAN pro football betting contest that came out, I want to say, just about half an hour ago that thing dropped. So you can get the opinions from Danny Burke, Matt Humans, Mike Palm, all of them and that crew um, in podcast form. But got two more games to get to, starting with the Cowboys and Commanders, the final game of that afternoon slate that we haven't discussed yet. Commanders officially eliminated from playoff contention. They're starting the rookie quarterback, Sam Howell, um, under center. Cowboys still a meaningful game for them on mm-hmm. the road. What's your view as a seven-point favorite? Yeah, I mean – this is where like people would come on and they would just start. Oh, I've got a plus four and a half and a minus three and a half, like whatever. <laughs> so like, let's talk about the spread that's actually CLV. that you can bet. Yeah, let's let's talk about the spread <laughs> you can actually bet today, and then we'll kind of go at it from there. Uh, look, this is a very like I said, this is a meaningful game for the Cowboys. I mean, this is certainly something that at least for the first. Well, let's put it this way: it's meaning for the Cowboys for the first half of the game anyway, or whatever. They will be scoreboard watching. There's no no doubt about it, right? I mean, they need a lot of things to happen in order for them to get the number one overall seed and all the different things like that. I mean, like they have to have a bunch of different things happen. They can also get the two, the two seed, of course, um, in this whole deal. But like, it is all of it very, very, very unlikely to happen. So, I mean, I think you get that's why it's the full seven is a little tough for me to play. I think in this one because I do think you get the Cowboys for a half. But they're going to be watching the scoreboard. They're going to be looking at these games, and which these teams ahead of them are massively favored. And so is this another situation where that's your approach, is just looking at kind of the first half numbers and where there could be value? Maybe even first quarter numbers. Mm-hmm. So, like, think of it this way. Even if you think that the commanders put up a fight in this game or something like that, 
it is still going to be a Cowboys team that certainly won't know the outcome of the Eagles and 49ers in the first quarter of their game, right? Like, they're going to be playing all out in the first quarter of the game, and you're now getting a rookie quarterback coming in and taking his first snaps over the course of a season. So even if you think he starts to get a feel of things and all that, it's probably likely not happening in the first quarter Mm -hmm. anyway, right? And so I think that's basically the only way to look at this is maybe like a first quarter bet at these current numbers or something like that. So I'll tell you what what they are at least Mm -hmm. um, on DraftKings right now. Cowboys, a $2 favorite on the money line, minus one and a half, minus 115. And for the half, minus four. Four and a half minus two eighty five on the money. The minus one and a half, I don't, I don't mind that at all. Them just having to be up by a field goal and after the first quarter, I think that look and you and you get the good plays, like you get the scripted part at the beginning. Like there's a lot of things that could lean you towards maybe a first quarter bet on the Cowboys. Now Sam Howell is a guy. Let's just if you're if you're not familiar with kind of the draft process and and certainly not familiar with college football, this is a guy that heading into his last year in college had the upside of a first round quarterback, right? Like he was he was mentioned in the same breath as some of these other guys. Of course, we know the only one ended up going in the in the first round, but he was at least as we entered the season like, oh, you know what? If he has an awesome year, somebody maybe he's a maybe he's a guy that could end up in the first round. We saw him in the preseason. He went out in the third preseason game actually for this commander squad. 24 of 35 for 280 yards and a touchdown. He also ran for 62 yards. In that game as well. He is a mobile dude as well. So another thing where you might look at his rushing prop whenever that gets posted, because the same thing we talk about was like if they get down in this game and he's dropping back and you get these younger quarterbacks and they're much more prone to just pulling it down and running because like they're panicking and stuff. They just pull it down and take off running. And that's he's actually athletic. He's mobile. Things that he can do. So maybe that's another angle if you kind of want to come in, you know, non-traditional look at the game, maybe a howl rushing prop or something like that. Cowboys still available 7-1 to to win the NFC East should the Eagles mess it up and Dallas handles business on the road in Washington. All I really care about in that game is Micah Parsons to not have a big day so that I can cash that defensive player of the yeah. year ticket on Nick Bosa. Good. Priorities. Yes. That's the way we're Absolutely. looking at things. Uh, in the nightcap, Sunday night football, Lions-Packers going head-to-head, and this is a game that could have – had a lot of intrigue um, had it been scheduled differently versus the spot that it is. So gross. So now we're questioning what the Lions' motivation is going to be based on the result of the Seattle game against the Rams earlier in the they day. They could be robbing us of a fun game, too, which is why it just makes me so angry that they did this. Like, they could be robbing us of a really fun game here. I mean, Jared Goff, since week 10, he has the highest passer rating in the NFL. Jared Goff. He has the best touchdown to interception rating since week 10. He has thrown 15 touchdowns and has not thrown a pick. There was since a week point 10. when I took a flyer on Jared Goff because he was playing so well to have the most passing yards in yeah. the NFL. Like, I mean, yes. the, the, he's, they're robbing us here. And again, yeah. I, I know we, we talked to Pritch and he even said, like, no, nah, I mean, it is a thing because, like, again, you think the season's going downhill. They hit this super rough patch. And the next thing you know, pumped life back into the team. Holy cow, we are actually in the playoff picture, and they're all going to be sitting in the locker room, and they're all going to be watching TV, and an hour before they have to go out on the field and play a bitter rival, they could be knocked out of the playoffs by not even having to get, by not even walking out on the field, right, mm-hmm. by somebody else winning. And it, that is just a gut punch. It's hard for anybody to be able to process that, right? I mean, it's a, it's an emotional – you can say it's an uh, – a, that they're all pros and everything. It's an emotional game as well. Like the whole reason that you that we like Dan Campbell is because like he motivates guys and all things like that. You want to like, run through he ain't gonna be guy. like he ain't gonna be super pumped. I mean, like he's gonna fake it, but I mean they're gonna be able to tell. Like he's gonna be super pumped. Like if he watches his I team, I can already having, I can already hear him now. Though play for pride, man. Yeah, play whatever. Play to, play to end the, the season on a high note. The best thing you could do is go out there and knock the Packers <laughs> out of the playoffs and all the things like yeah, that. Exactly. You know? I mean, like, exactly. Like the, you know, but again, it's it's still. It's they're all human beings, man. It's gonna just suck to walk out on that field and not have anything to play for when you know you watch your playoff hopes get get dashed right in front of your face. So for me, I'm gonna be monitoring that Seahawks game very, very closely. If they get out to any sort of big lead, I'm probably gonna lay it with the Packers. Like I, I mean, just because I, I just what well, I think they're the better team as it is anyway mm-hmm. right now. But certainly from all of that motivational factor thing like that, I, I'll probably come lay it with them. Now, if for whatever reason. 
Rams are feeling froggy and like do some stuff like that. Like, I, which I you would, think they could? Yeah, like I would be fine so. taking five points with the Lions. Like I would be more than happy taking five points with the Lions. Right? I mean, we talk about these teams that the Packers have beaten, and of course, we that doesn't include the Vikings, or whatever. But the majority of them were were kind of like bottom feeders, right? I mean, like they were just looking really, really good against bad teams. And of course, the the, the Vikings are a terrible defense, and so I'm. I am like less. I'm. I'll put it this way. I'm less inclined to lay it with. The, if this game was just played straight up, I would be taking okay. the points with the Lions all day long, right on the other side of four for sure. But since there is the motivational factor here, I'm just gonna have to see how that Seahawks game plays out. So I am going into this with the standpoint that I think Seattle is gonna win. You know, they're mm-hmm. a near touchdown favorite in the game. Even if they don't win by a lot, I think that they could win. Mm-hmm. And with that, kind of makes me want to look at the under because. For as great as Jared Goff has been, we all know this whole like narrative about him playing outside and he's going to be playing in Lambeau Field where it's cold. And he is a guy who with temperatures below 40 degrees, 10 game sample size here, seven touchdowns, seven interceptions, a QBR in the low 30s. A guy who grew up in California, played college football in California, started his NFL career in California, now plays in a dome at four field with the Lions. Um, I could see... They're not being a ton of offense in this game, maybe as much as we normally would think that we would get mm-hmm. from both sides of this. So maybe 50 points is just a little bit a little, too a little, much. A little, a little stout. Give me 15 seconds of your national championship take here. Ah, uh, I don't know. I'm so hosed. I definitely bet a team total on TCU over 24 and a half. I think that this is going to be a game where there's going to be back and forth because Georgia's secondary we've seen is vulnerable, not great. And we know how bad TCU's defense is. The total in general, I kind of lean over, and that's where the public is going to, which I know is not great. You think Georgia's going to blow out TCU. I, I, I just don't have a firm opinion Either way in that one. Plus, I got to be hyping up the crowd for both teams. That's I got to, okay. I got to, I got to feel okay. good You'll about be all it. You tan know, doing it and everything. It'll be great. All that beach time. It's going to be fake Tanner because that's what I do <laughs> every day. Uh, enjoy your weekend. Good luck with your bets. Week 18 is going to be a good crazy luck. one. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Work.